Right, hi guys, welcome back. Hope you've had a great week. Um, thanks for the feedback, fads, diets. It's all a bit of confusing out there at the moment. And um, this week we're going to go through, which hopefully a lot of you people might have been doing um, when you started looking at the beginning of the year, I want to change things, and that's goal setting, accountability. How do I go about that? Because a lot of people at the moment now, unfortunately, a lot of people are feeling the strain. You know, that um, the cabbage diet is getting a bit boring. They uh, find it a bit harder to do four or five days exercise a week. Um, work demands have gone up. People have gone away. You know, the normal routine has come back. Mm -hmm. um, Christmas and New Year's are fading and New Year's resolutions are a thing of the past. So I, I always think this now, coming towards the end of, of January, is the nitty-gritty. Yeah. Because it's easy to go back or it's uh, I'll use these New Year's resolutions for next year. So um, It's easy to go back because the media dictates as well that it's easy to go back, especially I think the 21st of January this year is seen as Blue Monday, if that's a Monday. All right. And that's classed as the most depressing day of the year. Now I always thought that it was one of those where that's when most divorces get filed with the I think that's Christmas Day this year. I think. I think it was a record <laughs> this year. Suddenly it's like I've had enough. It's yeah. now the new year and I'm not doing it. But it's but, the same concept. It's yeah, like, there, um, there's motivation back, that drops. We're now back to where we where we where we're comfortable. The motivation has dropped. That kickstart of the new year is gone. The long month of people being paid on a salary getting a yeah. week early has now got to last five six weeks. So they get paid again. So people's money, their financial levels have dropped a little bit. Yeah. And it, it's easy to stop yeah. there. So I think when I'm reading between the lines, I think you your work is more focused on meeting and working on people's goals and, and sitting down and looking at their, their goals and what you want to do. Yeah. I think that my work probably should do more than more of that, but our goals usually are quite straightforward at the beginning because someone comes with a more specific problem, and so our motivation is to address that problem in the beginning. But yours is going to, I'm reading two lines, think is going to encompass a lot more straight away looking at the whole holistic lifestyle of what what's going on, mm -hmm. rather than either a specific condition. So goal setting and accountability and that are a big part of your work? It's 90% because once we get the right goals, it's about keeping accountability, get to people on track. Now, I started as a personal trainer and now everything is online based. Yes, I've got clients in Norwich, which is easy to meet up, grab a coffee. And goal setting is going to set the foundations. Now, to get healthy, it shouldn't be rocket science. To lose weight, it shouldn't be rocket science. To gain weight, it shouldn't be rocket science. But keeping the accountability up to do what you say you're going to do yeah. is the hardest bit. Now, again, there are studies to show, and there are different numbers beforehand where just signing up to a gym means you get 10% better results, or doing a reverse bet, you get 20% better results. But finding someone to check in with who will hold you accountable and give you guidance gets you 95% better results. That's yeah. not a ploy or a sales or anything like that. That is a physical study. And I've done multiple videos on that as well. Yeah. What about goals per se, per se? I mean, I think the probably the worst thing for a goal is that it, to be for it to be general. So when someone says, "I'd like to just lose some weight," or no one I wants to lose weight. I want to get a bit fitter, or it's yeah. like it's very vague. No one wants to lose weight. No one wants to get fitter. But that's what we say. Yeah. So the, so it's not a goal. No, and that is where people fall off straight away. Is that so, 
there's a reason underlying and sometimes it will take a deep truthful honest conversation with yourself or someone who's an expert in that area to find out why on those goals and it's it's, it's sometimes hard to take yeah. that your relationship may be failing you're getting less sex or there's less intimacy or something like that or you can't simply be the dad to your children again that you can't pick them up like you used to well if they've gone 18 19 you don't really want to be picking them up like a kid but you can't pick them up because it's, and you can't run around the park with them and things like that and some things that you may potentially be a bit ashamed of yeah that you don't want to go out in public so it's i want to lose weight but no you want to feel healthier get a little but, bit more but energy even that's vague of yeah. i want to feel healthy so what i do with patients is even if someone comes in, they've got a very specific problem. They say, I've got this issue, I've got this injury. What I ask them is, saying, what is this preventing you from doing? Yeah. So they go, I can't play my sport or I can't do this. I say, okay, our goal is to get you back doing that. So A, it distracts about away from the symptom because the symptom is really not the issue. It's looking at what are we working, what would motivate us to, to get this, do this right so we can get back to normal function. So we look into the function side of things. Um, but it's the, it's, it's the, the goal that if someone says, oh, I just want to be out of pain, so we'll take a strong painkiller. We, we, mm -hmm. we can't, con we can't, uh, work against morphine, but you don't really function too well if you're taking morphine all the time. Yeah. So, um, I think it's, it's, it's goal setting. Number one, it's got to be the why, what, and being specific. And not just ask them why once. I will ask a client or potential client why about four or five times. Yeah. I want to lose weight. Why? Because so I want my clothes to be better. Not why? The why? Because I want to get more confidence. Why? Because I want my relationship to be better. I want my wife to look at me like she did when we actually got married 10 years ago yeah. and so on. And then you get to that real deep thing and people have cried. And I don't say that in a proud way. People have cried. People have cried because they start understanding. Is it when you got them in the headlock and yeah, start crying? No, yeah, just going for it. Um, that's why I work online actually, yeah. so I can't actually do it's that. It's safer. Yeah, it's safer for the client. But it's people have actually shed a tear purely because they then understand why they're doing things. Yeah. And the reason they've failed before is because they think it's simply for weight loss, which a lot of the times it's emotional yeah. and they want to get the serotonin release. Yeah. What's the quickest way to get serotonin release? Eat chocolate. Yeah, let, let's you know, cut the talk and yeah. Yeah, just give me the pro program yep. and I'll go off and do the program. Yeah, which doesn't, the, one of the reasons that cookie cutter plans don't work and I'm very reluctant to just say to someone, here's a plan, do it. Most people don't necessarily get a meal plan, they get the ideas of what to eat, yeah. they get a good day, but they actually get implementation yeah. over time. Or you could start with a, a template, Yep. but then you're not, um, you can start with a template, but then you... You're taking that into you adjust it. a specific person. And it goes back, as you say, it goes back to the why. What's your desire? What's what's the underlying motivation? Mm -hmm. And I think as well with goals, that people set goals with too short a time frame usually without realizing that life gets in the way yeah, and without even also visualizing what life is going to be like when they hit their goals. Now, what I will do with people is work backwards. It will be... Okay, we'll find out why they want to lose that 20 pounds. Okay, great. A year from now, you can do it a lot sooner, but say a year from now, you've lost 20 pounds, 30 pounds, you've got these feelings, what is your life going to be like? And actually step into that. What is your life going to feel like? What is waking up in the morning going to feel like? What is getting dressed going to feel like? What is seeing your reflection when you get out of the shower going to feel like? What is literally coming home to your kids and your wife going to feel like? All these things. Yeah. And then it's, okay, let's work back a little bit. 20 pounds, 15 pounds, and then they set goals along the way because we have this big goal and we want this big goal to be achievable, 
but a stretch, but mini goals along yeah. the way. So what you're doing there is you're then creating a timeline. Yeah. Saying, right, these are our goals and this is our timeline. So exactly. that big goal is, is far away, but if we can break it down, this is our and the goal. Now we're talking about the next month. We know that this is the path to that big goal, so we know where we're going. Mm-hmm. So you got to have an idea where the destination is and then break it up. What are, do you get people to write down their goals? Do you get them to, you know, do they, you know, that some people stick a goal up on the fridge so they see it every day, well. yeah. you know, affirmations or something that they check in? But ev- everyone is different with this. Some people, are, yeah. we will do affirmations, we do morning meditation or things like this where... And not everyone will be open to it, which is fair enough. It's completely fine. They'll all yeah. have their own reasons. But being that person already, having that morning meditation or affirmation as to what your life feels like regularly really helps. And it, it's also knowing that sometimes we have to keep ourselves accountable as well. Because yeah. no I matter think- how good a coach I am, no matter how good a coach anyone is, they're not going to be there 100% of the time. And they need to make sure that you know, they've got accountability because of the fact that they've invested in something elsewhere. So they've paid me or they've done a reverse bet that they don't go to the restaurant and order every single side. Because there's a lot of that. I think it's what's it, it's smart or you make a goal smart of being specific, specific and measured and all that. Um, and one of the interesting ones there is accountability. And it's great if you've got a coach, but you can still extend that accountability to a spouse, to it's hard to be accountable to, it sounds stupid isn't it but it's hard to be accountable to yourself because we can give ourselves a lot of BS yeah a lot we, we, we can we can manipulate ourselves so better than we can manipulate someone else but when someone else turns around and says hey, hang on you asked me to highlight this 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 habit or this this goal or just check it in how's that going um, show me what you've been doing or something then you know that that's coming, it's a lot easier. And that's why I think a lot of people go for the the protocols or the weight loss programs where they meet every week because yeah. they like that accountability. But uh, that accountability can come from different sources. What I've actually found, surprising as it is, over the years, that being accountable to your spouse is pretty much the same as being accountable to yourself. Yeah. Because we will make up lies, not in a nasty way, or we will make up exceptions of why it's okay. However, when you want to invest in someone else, it's usually your spouse that is the first person to say that's a waste of money, which is kind of ironic in that way uh, because they don't understand how you truly feel, which is a hard conversation to have. Well, and I think also how you truly feel. Sometimes we we protect our spouse or we don't want, we don't... There's too much vested interest. It's a conversation. There's emotional... a seesaw in there and, and usually you don't, get, ever, you don't want to be too vulnerable yeah we get this conversation where oh well I'm feeling a bit uncomfortable in our relationship and I want more intimacy and oh don't be silly and all this sort of stuff or, or, or unfortunately that it, it can you worry that it comes across as that you're having to go at them where you actually exactly you're trying to be accountable to yourself saying yeah. I need to this but I think it's important to, to that inner circle to say this is what I'm doing I'm, I do need your support yeah they need to know it what, doesn't what mean you're they doing they have to be the, the source of the accountability or you might find that you know it, it is very interesting. But, but that accountability, I think, with speaking with you, um, you know, since especially before we done the podcast, but but since that accountability is is a big one. It's I, I believe it's crucial for whatever it is, whether it's you've booked an event that you've got to get ready for. Yeah, fighters are a big one, 
And I say this because I've recently taken on a couple of people. One lady, she's 19 and tipped to be in the UFC, but I put up a post, and one of the reasons why I don't really love before and after pictures, because there was a post of my client, Jack, five weeks, lost 16 kilos, looks amazing. The transformation you'd expect in about four months, five months. Yeah. But it was extreme, but he knows he's got a weigh-in date here. He's currently here and got 16 kilos to lose. He does everything possible to get there, which is not sustainable, but because he's got that date, he will do everything to get there. If he's not got a fight, he'll go back up to 99 yeah. kilos. And, and we touched on before, and a lot of people get hooked in and saying, I need to do that. But when you're dealing with with athletes, they're not doing it's the same. It's different mentality as well. But also they're not doing the same thing all year round. Yeah. When most people are looking, I want to feel good and be healthy all year round. An athlete is like a, you know, a racehorse or... They are they're primed to peak then, and then after that they 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 done. We look at my bodybuilding before. Yeah. Like 2012 was my last show, and I think there's been three or four shows I've done whilst uh, you were adjusting me, and it was down to a, a certain body fat level. Two three weeks later, you're back up to functional yeah. levels again. So you, so when we look at the athletes and we look at that for inspiration, we've got to be wary that their goals and their goal setting is totally different. It's they, not they, they performance and, and that's the thing you know it's the unplayed health series is really about the message of people are going what what what's the goal for your health rather than now if you are an elite athlete yeah, your goals are going to follow along those lines oh yeah but they're not necessarily health goals they are performance goals and so goal setting can be applied to anything it could you know um you've got an exams coming up or how do i manage my finances they all the same it's just a tool to go, but at this time of year, a lot of people are are, are, are flagging probably because they haven't set goals properly. Yeah. They've been too general and now the routine has taken over. So how can they, how can we, um, how can we write that at this time of year? I think, again, it, it's the reason that people fail is because they don't do the two things which I 100%, I'm gonna say it because of the fact that I am a coach and I'm a health and accountability yeah, yeah. coach, but the first thing is not being specific about specifics. So we say it's weight loss, not because they've got a problem in their relationship or confidence that they want to fix. Yeah. And the second one is investment. People don't invest in them because, and, and it's fine to do it a few times, that you say, I want to do this myself, and I 100% get that. I've done that before. I've failed on goals before because I haven't invested in it myself, whether it's business, whether it's health, whether it's anything like that. But if you've tried something and you're trying it again, but doing pretty much the same thing. That may not be the same plan, but you're doing the same thing of yeah, following yeah. a cookie cutter plan. Einstein, uh, Einstein, Einstein's definition. What was that Einstein's of, brother? Yeah, 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 yeah. It was it was the unfamous one, the one <laughs> the parents were not proud of. But Einstein's <laughs> not brother. Einstein's definition of insanity. <laughs> we'll get there. Was doing the same thing over and over yeah. and expecting different results, and that is key to actually being successful. And, is doing something different. And when people have failed. Failure is part of success. It's a lesson. And, and when they fail, they don't then break it down and why they failed. So they then go back to the same program thinking, I failed the program rather than something was amiss. So yes, go back to the program, but now do it differently mm -hmm. or go with a different game plan. Or But if you're going back to the same, then the, the likelihood of, of, of the failure you know, is, is going to be high. Yeah. And I say that as well. And I think it's important to say that I'm not saying accountability because of what I do is anything because not every single person is going to be the right client for me. 
just like I am not going to be the no, right yeah. coach or and accountability person for every single person in the world. And it's important when you to say also invest, in, it's also not necessarily saying that you have to invest in, in a personal coach. Your investment might be saying, I need to invest in the right program or I need to invest in the right tools. I need to maybe invest in the right kitchen equipment. Mm-hmm. It's it's or invest in yourself. It's got to be something you're missing in time. Well. So you say when you come home, go. I'm I'm don't I'm not going to watch TV for half an hour. I'm going to go for a walk. Why? Because I'm investing in myself. Or if you do want to watch TV, invest in the treadmill in the living room. Yeah. And if you are going to watch Netflix, you have to do it on a treadmill. But you're only going to do those, You're only going to make those decisions based going back onto your why. Yeah. And your, the why your, is the big. It's the most powerful thing. Yeah. When it comes to hitting your goals. Yeah. What about um, people then being specific of their, their goal then being, um, I want to run a marathon, or one of the, it's the same principle? Don't run a marathon, it hurts. Yeah. Oh, I'm doing yeah, that at the moment, and I need to come to see you. Who for, decide yeah, to do that? Uh, especially when they weigh 100 kilos, but, uh, sorry, I think I cut it's you off. Same, <laughs> it's the same process, but their, their goal now is not necessarily health related. You know, you've got some people who are type two diabetes, and their goal is saying, I, um, I want to be healthier, but... What is healthier? Well, it, for a lot of people, the, the idea would be to... The goal would be realisation that through lifestyle change, especially if it's kept, picked up early, it's been shown that through lifestyle change, you can reverse type 2 diabetes. Yep. But that in itself is too general, if we talk going back to that. So if you're on type 2 bits of medication a day, healthier might be getting down to one and then getting down to zero. Yeah, but it's the same process. It's the same process of breaking it down. The type two diabetes and and getting the goal specific, but the the why eventually may well not be, you're not talking about type two diabetes. Yeah, and that's where we need to kind of like take those blinkers off to actually look at the, the wider frame, the wider picture as such to see what those goals actually are because type two diabetes, the specific lifestyle changes are probably going to get you weight loss. It's probably weight gain that's actually been there. Yeah. But the underlying reasons might be something psychological as to why you were eating too much in the first place yeah. and insecurity. And we need to actually look at that fact. It's just like people go through alcohol yeah. and, and uh, it's essentially a sedative. Alcohol's okay in moderation, but if you're drinking it every single yeah. night because you have to, there's another underlying reason we need to look at. But so that's going a complete different so direction. So last thing with, with goal setting, what about the differences between fear and gain so a lot of people are motivated by fear mm-hmm. I don't want to go there or motivated by you know carrot and the stick I want to go there some people use fear as a motivating factor okay. some people move gain as a motivating factor what are your thoughts on so those as things? in they don't want to be fat and they want to get a six pack that's just that's really I don't want if I carry on the way I'm doing, I'm going to be ill. I'm yep. going to die of a heart attack. Okay. If I care, if I change things, I'm going uh, to yeah. become. Um, I'm going to have the physique of Arnold Schwarzenegger. Again, every everything's down to the individual. I I think it's finding out those people closest to you, and if it's I'm going to carry on doing what I'm. It's easier to hide this stuff, and as harsh as it sounds, a lot of people have to go to that place of fear in order to go back or is it that Tony Robbins says the um, pain of staying the same has to be greater than the pain of change for anything to happen yeah because change is difficult yeah change that's is my, difficult that's my point so some yeah. people um, 
will be motivated by fear, but mm-hmm. they'll take them so far. But some people have to have that. It's horrible. Some people have to have that heart attack to change. Yeah, yeah. And, and unfortunately, some people don't. And just some people don't get that chance to change once they've had that heart attack. Yeah, yeah. yeah some people don't. They generally say forty percent of uh, of heart attacks, the first sign of a heart issue is death, which is it's pretty pretty crappy um, stat to wait for to then get a wake up call. But yeah. That is the reality of it. But there are a lot of signs, uh, not to finish on that note, but there are, <laughs> there are a lot of signs before these heart attacks come. And it's about taking ownership yeah. and not just being ignorant to the fact that you've got some health issues. And the more we bury our head in the sand, the worse it's going to get with anything, yeah. not just health, with anything. And the more open we can be about talking about it. And again, I just speak to people as well. I'm, I'm very open on social media. If people drop me a message, I will reply and explain that you, you've listened to the podcast, you've got this issue. I'm not just going to go and say, buy my stuff because again, it's not going to be the right fit. But if I can help you yeah. and drop us a message because we're here and we wouldn't be putting this stuff out, this content out and spending our time to put this out if we didn't want to help. We want to make sure it adds value. Yeah, and, and even if it's a case of forward on different resources or have you spoken or, or thought of this person's work this is an area that that of interest would be would be you know that's the goal is to to be a resource rather than just what we do so um you know goal setting anything you want to change in life it's got to start with a why it's got to be written down it's got to be accountable and uh and, and we've got to keep going back to it and then modify it because your, your goals will change as yeah, you, as exactly. and also changes. have goals after the goals. You just don't just st- yeah. step there. So if you climb Everest, you still got to get down. Yeah, you know, once top, once top and Hotspur scored two goals, they're always going for the next goal. You see, they're not going to win the league. Though. <laughs> Are they going to Solskjaer is back? Yeah. <laughs> on oh, that note, the great rescuer. Right on that note, have a great week. Thanks very much for your time as always. Um, you know, how do you go about goal setting? Do you use uh, you know tree diagrams? Do you use mind maps? Um, send us some information this is also about interaction and we'd love to hear your thoughts until uh, next time have a great week and uh, keep up the, uh, the feedback much appreciated thank you take care